We're back. We're live. Everything is uh, is cool. I'm slow, as Sarah said. You know, what happened is I got this um, chaos crimson bat mascot for us. His name is yeah, Crimson. Yeah, broke the fucking stream, and apparently. The forces of chaos broke our stream. That's what happened. Yeah, it's too strong. It is too strong. He's had to angry face. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch him over to the happy face right now. So there we go. We should be like, we should be oh good. Well. The bat is happy. We've sacrificed to the bat, the souls of our enemies, and we should be fine right now. I, okay, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> happy bat, happy life. Okay, so uh, welcome to a um, skeleton crew of us tonight. We have um, Troy was unable to make it. Jess is a trader and is off at a concert having fun. Like, how dare she uh, have fun and have a life outside of gaming? Uh, and uh, also on top of that, also Amber is like doing some duty of watching some kids and possibly dealing with a health issue of someone she cares about. So she might be in and out uh, throughout this session. So this is role playing. If you've ever gamed, you know how that is. Uh, people come and go. You got to respect your friends and let them do their things. But uh, that's okay because we've got some stuff planned around the gentleman who's below me right here, Descara tonight. So Kent, it's all on you, man. I'm gonna Happy find Friday. all of the bite, uh, beehives. Don't, Happy Friday. Don't, Time to bully Kent. Don't choke like you did last time with Ezrala. Harry us. <laughs> oh, Sharky said. Sharky said. How did Gen Con go? There's a good thing to start off with because some of us were there. Not me because I'm not cool. Yeah. Dread once again was the MVP of the RPGs we played. It was yep. fucking amazing. I cannot uh, like praise Windmill Gaming Company enough for their Dread scenarios and their skill at running them. Yep. Amazing. One of the best role-playing experiences of my entire life. So fucking good. Cannot enough. They have a Patreon, everyone. If you want to go over there and give them five bucks a month, you'll get access to all of their eight fucking amazing Dread scenarios. They are so fun and easy to run. Hey, Amber, Do what's it. their name so I can share the Patreon link? Windmill Gaming Company. If you, if you happen to have like six and a half hours to spare, uh, you can find on our YouTube channel a um, video of us playing Dread run by Amber last October on Halloween, uh, which was a blast. Yep. So much And fun. that scenario is from Windmill Gaming Company. Yep, that was a great scenario. <laughs> so good. I love uh, my character. Yeah, yeah, I love mine too. Uh, uh, so I just shared the link highlighted uh, for patreon.com slash Windmill Game Co. Uh, if you want to go support some really cool indie creators. Uh, and Kung Fu Fenris asked, uh, did a certain someone get a certain set of books? No, I'm not cool, Kung Fu Fenris. I'm not one of the cool kids who went. He's getting and, uh, the PDF. He's out of room. Uh, I, I, no, I'm not. I changed my mind on that. I'm actually going to fuck it. I'll figure something out. Uh, but, uh, Jesus, Christian. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> the goal, listen, the goal is to get all of us there next year. No, she's and talking Kristen about. Kristen and I, I think, are going to fight tooth and claw. I'm to about get to blow a toddler's mind. I'll be right back. <laughs> Go ahead. <guys>. Go <laughs> Always table surfing again. Oh my god, freaking kids! So, so yeah, I didn't get them. I'm going to get them next week when they come out, just like everyone else. I cannot wait for them. Uh, I wish I had had one because uh, it would have come in handy for tonight. But so be it. They we'll look amazing. It. Yeah, they. they oh, Austin puts out the most beautiful books. They, they really do. Uh, they really, really do. Like the artwork, Catherine Durham. Uh, her artwork in, in the Prosopedia is just like absolutely gorgeous. I, I look at all her stuff she puts up online. Even I found some stuff. She had some Lock Tomb art. I showed it. I sent it to Amber of yeah. like the Lock Tomb trilogy books. Like so, so cool. Uh, but yeah. So uh, anyway, yes. So here we are. Um, I got to wait for Amber to stop terrorizing a, to a toddler and come up back up. And then we'll, uh, we'll get going. She's not terrorizing the toddler. The toddler is terrorizing her furniture. Yeah. 
Amber set up a hidden baby spy cam to watch the toddler so she can stream. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, that's, that's dedication. Yeah, you know what I like most about Kiasm? I love that they give you the ribbon bookmark. Like, the ribbon bookmark is so key to role-playing game books. And I just, yep. Kiasm, every single book has the ribbon bookmark. And that is just a chef's kiss. Yep. Like, love the ribbon bookmark. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she's got uh, her nephews and also other things going on. So, yeah, there's a lot. A and lot. cat. Burger's you know, Burger awesome, has though. been the most mature and easygoing person of this whole experience. <laughs> That's because Burger's great. She has been just great. She has let the kids pet her and stuff. She's like not running away from them. She's just, she, she's being so chill. She deserves more treats. I miss Burger. Such a good girl. Burger Last time I saw her. You deserved it. Burger, for all of these reasons and more, is the official familiar of City M's after dark. That's true. And I, you know, the thing is, Hercules Burger, to be the official animal companion. Yeah, I gave Burger bit me, but then I gave her a ton of treats, so I think we're cool now. Though so, she accepts bribes. Yeah, and I'm she like, she takes all payment and temptations. I am like, I'm down with that. I'm like, oh, here, eat my entire hand. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else, Sarah? Any other business items? Well, um. I, you know, I didn't prepare this ahead of time. Um, oh, Sharky wants a business card. We can send him. We can send them one, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get um, you one, dude. I, I didn't grab one for it, so I'll, I'll pop it in at the end of the stream. But we, we have a T-shirt up on a red bubble. Uh, if, if anyone wishes to to grace themselves with our Detective Twenty logo, that is available for purchase. Um, like I said, didn't prepare it. Uh, I will send it out at the end of the stream, and it's also like posted on all of our social medias and stuff, so you can. Stock on those and, and find the links. Should you wish to wear us, we would appreciate it and we thank you. Yes, and pretty soon, coming soon, more t shirts. Because we're going to have Team Chaos and Team Wholesome t shirts as well. Uh, and, a, and, a, and a strong apart dumb of ass, too. We will see who which team is winning by number of sales on each shirt. Uh, obviously, the winning team is going to be uh, strong apart, dumb of ass. I don't know what you're talking about. Isha's, that's no, that's very fair. That's Isha's very fair. The goddess yeah. tier. Yeah, that's that's extremely fair. That's extremely fair. All right, let's get this show on the road. Uh, with with all right, Sharky's got his on right on, man. I don't. I have okay. Orlance today. No crimson bat today, so everyone's safe. Um, for now so let's uh recap where we were last time who wants to recap i will mm-hmm. if no one else does although i don't i'll be honest i don't remember much <laughs> yeah, amber usually does it really well yes i i, I got it i'll do i'll do it she's busy. we're all oh, good okay, dependent okay. on amber if, if you if you got it go for it all right let's 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 see if i remember so uh, last time we, so the time before last, we dealt with the lunars and stuff, tried, uh, warning the second wind, but they already knew because they're better than us. The um, third wind, but yeah. Yep. Third wind. Ha Yeah. I was ha. off by one. You're off by one wind. <laughs> um, so our... Most of our cows have been returned, or all, or something like that. Yeah, and you got them all we, back because uh, you killed the fuck out of the people who took them. 
Yep. So, and then we uh we are trying to prepare for the inevitable return of the lunars and what they are going to do to our lovely little town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Fine. I'll pick up a little bit more. Uh, so throughout the time that everyone was kind of around uh, last, as you wander around and did your own separate stuff, you all were questioned. Uh, questioned by um, a voice after you'd taken that orb from the temple. Uh, and, you know, you answered questions and some of the sometimes it's happy with the answers, sometimes it was at least neutral, uh, but all of you had an experience uh, of some sort with this voice. Uh, and then you were summoned to Gordinger's Hall where you were thanked. Uh, there was a little tension because a lot of people thought you should eat. Gordinger seemed oh, rather... after the camera. Hang on. Rather cavalier about <laughs> things. Oh my God. Uh, those are so choice kids. Um... <laughs> Everybody seemed rather cavalier about like uh, Gordinger's attitude. I'm sorry, I, I'm easily distracted. Seemed really cavalier about like what happened, and um, so there was some tension there. But everybody was gifted and thanked for saving the the third wind. And afterwards, Kyrie took everyone out to the woods where he summoned a spirit, and the spirit was a dragon, and the dragon uh, revealed himself as Shavasha calling himself the Rainbow Worm. He's been asleep for a really long time in that temple uh, and basically said that he's like you guys, not whole, doesn't have a home, etc., etc. and kind of wanted to mob up with you guys. Uh, there were some arguments about that, over whether or not to do it. And eventually, uh, the consensus was to accept him as one of the group for now. Uh, and everybody got a dragon room marked on their hands. Uh, if you're watching and you don't know what a dragon room looks like, uh, that's what it looks like right there. I just popped it up. And everybody's got that on the palm of their left hand now. Doesn't look like a tattoo. Strangely enough, it looks like a birthmark. And so that's where we were. And to start, uh, it is Wednesday, Wednesday of Stasis Week in Earth Season. Earth season is coming to a close. Um, and the veil, that that pall of, of anxiety is still hanging over the veil. Everybody kind of knows something is coming. Uh, and some preparations are being made to get ready for whatever it is and whatever it happens. Uh, and I will say that you all saw Bryn ride off uh, with Lonson and a couple other weapon things and a bunch of cattle. Uh, heading off somewhere. A bunch of the cattle that uh, you stole back, by the way. That we don't have. That we yes. officially don't have. It's like your, un your unmarked taxes. bills. Your unmarked cattle. Right? Your cattle, those are uh, laundered cows. They are untraceable. <laughs> laundered, untraceable cows. We're putting the cows overseas in a, yes. in a little pen. Our offshore cow accounts. <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Troy. <laughs> so you see, you saw Bryn uh, ride off with with Lonson and, uh, like I said, a couple other weapon things uh, and Gordagar actually. Hmm. Uh, somewhere you don't know where. And with that, Jess and Rue, let's say you guys are up in the uh, in somewhere doing some hunting or something. 
because I know there were some things y'all wanted to talk about. All right, going into the woods bright and early. It's been a while since we've had a chance to hunt together like we used to. We've been busy. Yep. It's been it's been a crazy few weeks, months. All right. I think they head out like in the that gray light of like false dawn, you know? Hunters get up nice and early, go out with their bows, try to find some food cuz someone gambled with all of our cows. <laughs> Um, Bruce a little quiet at first. Um, mm-hmm. you want to go Excuse take care me. of that? Yeah, the kids are like attacking the camera. Sorry, everyone. We'll edit hey. this out for the podcast. Uh. As you uh, you're up you're up early. You're going through the woods. Um, what are you hunting for? I'll pick it up here a little bit. We're so probably hunting for something bigger. You know, something that we can. <laughs> something that uh, will help sustain some people for a little bit longer. You know. Uh, Probably, probably some of the deer that we can hunt the like yeah, black tails you, and what you can't catch the ghost deer, so you can. Yep. So let's say let's say uh, you're hunting for a ghost deer. So uh, give me a um, give me a track roll for that. All right, let me. Ooh, ooh, I got a, I got a two. All right, so you, uh, you've, you've been scouting out a little bit in the fall, and you know, uh, you kind of know where they're bedding down and stuff, and you figured out that they're coming to eat at a certain place, uh, you know, sometime during the day. So you know, you, you set up right along that track, and so you're confident, you're confident that a deer is going to come by any minute. All right. We're hunting some blacktail. I rolled a right. two on my track. We're like right here. So yeah, All if right. you want to, if you yeah, want to, gotta get my head that. in the game and focus on this shit. Yeah. So yeah, you can pick up Amber. I just, uh, you know, I, I mean, covered for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> if it seems like we're close to a deer, I'm gonna hold off on the awkward thing. It looks clearly like I want to say. And until we kill a deer. <laughs> so, uh, so you sat, like I said, you, you've been scouting, um, Lion wait. <laughs> deaths and you know, you know, like early in the morning, they're coming out of this, they're coming out into this clearing and they're, um, they're feeding along the edges for the left, the last, last kind of like berries and stuff. They're on the edges of that, of that, um, that clearing. Uh, so you're kind of just sitting there in the early morning fog, not talking, just occupying the same space like guys do. And, uh, and a deer, sure enough, comes out. It's a nice looking buck. Choke, don't choke, don't choke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Troy just gave us some rerolls, so you know, just in case. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna kind of just meet Descar's eyes across from where we are, set up in a little ambush situation, and see if he wants to take the shot or not. 
I'll uh I'll I'll motion for Rue to take the shot. He's <laughs> Okay, here we go. I found them, you get them. Oh yeah. Twenty out of twenty out of seventy nine. Uh so that is just a regular success, but still a shot a hit. So uh yeah, roll roll a hit location and damage for me. I only have a D10. One second. I need a I dice roller. I have I have one of the John, uh, what John's die, if you want me to roll the, the location for Yes. Roll okay. John's die for me. Uh, five is the hit location. Let me look up a deer real quick. Is and, it a uh, leg? <laughs> it, should, it should be. Don't fuck uh, with this too much, buddy. You know, it, it does. It's probably a leg. I'm going to be honest with you. But, um, because that sounds, leg. that sounds like leg territory, even for deer. But, uh, let's see. Sounds like leg territory. <laughs> Never miss legs, eh? Never miss legs, period. Uh, Troy's no, calling five. shot for right leg. It is hind quarter. Uh, hind quarter. Got it in the ass. Bridge a real bad shot for deer hunting. Shot. Not the best. All right, roll, yeah, roll your damage. Uh, I did get eight for damage. Uh, you, you whack it really hard. Uh, you get a good... Um, it, I don't know, puking up blood and stuff, because that's a bad, that's like a gut shot, basically, for a deer. Yeah, uh, hopefully it's, I at it's, least hit uh, a major artery and he will bleed out swiftly he, he, <laughs> as he runs. He yeah. runs, he runs a little bit, though, uh, so you do have to track him a little bit, but it's not going to be a hard track. Other deer scatter, probably time for you to have your discussion as you're trying to find this deer. All right. We're picking through the woods. Uh, Rue has been uh, that contemplative quiet, like he has a lot on his mind this whole morning. And as you're picking through the underbrush following bloody leaves and tracks and whatnot, it's easy enough that you don't need full focus. So he's just sort of like, I'm sorry about your mom. We knew she was going to be leaving, just not exactly when. She's been prepping for, for a little while now. Making sure Pac was always by the door and whatnot, you know? It's just, I'm, I know she hasn't had a chance to be back long, even as long as she'd like, and the little ones. Mm-hmm. If there's anything I can do to help you. Now I'm always oh. here, you know? Yeah. You can always uh, swing by whenever the little ones do, like, playing around. Yeah. With you especially, it seems. I'm sorry I haven't been around so much. You've had... You've had things uh, on your mind. other uh, Things that you need to take care of. Yeah, I know. It's just... It's... We used to spend so much time together. And then after the initiation, it's like... Everything's been nonstop. It does seem like that, doesn't it? Basically, I cut in to say that you come across the deer laying, um, kind of, it ran downhill into a little thicket, and it's, uh, you know it's in there. You can kind of hear it. It's breathing its last breath. Mm, shit. Uh, I don't know if I should try to shoot it again or if that'll give it another adrenal boost. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
he's going to kind of hold off and just stay back for now if it sounds like it's kind of like simmering down and just let it go that way instead of possibly spooking it again. Uh, I will actually take the lead with this and I will try to end it with a peaceful cut. Uh, you, you get, you go in, it's, it's tough for you cause you're big cause it's, it's a yep. thick, thicket, but uh, you know, you, you get in there, like, you get balls some, again. Yeah, yeah, you, you get nettled. Uh, but fortunately it's, fortunately this is not summertime, it's fall. So you've been wearing something, you got some like nice wool breeches on. So like you, you know, your, yeah. your boys are protected. Uh, so Good. you get in there and you find it laying on its side, you know, it's, it's passing away. Uh, it's not going to run anywhere, but you can certainly, you can roll a peaceful cut to end its misery if you want. Yeah. Make a good, good show of this hunter thing. Hmm. I was off by ten. You roll. Yeah, we, you know, we should have. Don't we have, mind if I do. Say you could either a use a reroll. I would also say that you've got plenty of time in this situation, mm-hmm. and this is the sort of thing where honestly, it doesn't matter if you value if you take your time you're going to do the right thing for the animal so i would say i'll just give it to you you just don't get a chance to check off the box for increasing the skill yeah 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 that, that's, so that's, that's fine that's, that's fine gonna... yeah 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 I'll, I'll i'll i won't use the reroll. i'll take my time with it and do it but not do it you know so you you uh you take your time and you you dispatch it and uh I'm not going to ask like details of how you cut the, you know, kill the thing. But when, when I say yeah. like, how do you do it? I mean, it's like, is there a prayer involved or like, that's what I mean. Like, um, I would think that, uh, when I was out training with, what's his name? The main Broth. hunter dude, Broth. Yep. Broth. Um, that he may have taught me a prayer of some sort. Sure. Yep. So definitely, definitely, there is a prayer to Odalia uh, that the, the animal. So you believe when you when you take an animal's life that it actually goes back to the wilds, uh, and then it eventually is reincarnated again as another animal, uh, which is similar to what actually Orlanti believe with their own souls. That like your soul is your breath; it is a wind. So when you die, you look, you go to the sky realm where Orlanth lives, and then eventually can come back either as a spirit or a wind or a person again. You can be reincarnated. Uh, so same thing with with animals; uh, their souls go back to the to the uh, spirit realm, and then eventually cycle back around. If you do the peaceful cut, if you don't, that's when things get fucked up because they can be angry or, or whatever. So, so you do the prayer and you send it on its way. Once Descara finishes uh, dispatching the deer, Rue kind of heads up and sets his pack down, you know, getting out the the knives and things needed to start yeah. field dressing. Um, and he kind of pauses a moment after he drops his pack and he's just like, you're really good at that. They always... uh, if you saw me the first time, you wouldn't be saying that. I mean, they always, they always kind of freak out again when I get close to them. At the end, I think they can, I think they can smell me. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's uh, tell more that they smell. But you know, one thing with animals, they can't get to know us. And I know you. Is Nightclaw there? Is Nightclaw there? There is. Yes. And then the cat. <laughs> he hisses at you at that. <laughs> when you say that. 
Okay, I, maybe I, that animal knows you too I, well. <laughs> I've known him for longer. <laughs> I'm not trying to start nothing, but <laughs> I say to the cat. <laughs> uh, he'll uh, take out his knives and stuff and start, you know, lifting the deer, get it strung up, start gutting it, that whole thing. Um, it's still a nightclub, probably like, Get side, get side by side, and just give you like the big animal eyes for for snackies They're and, ready. and treats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, Start some throwing scraps. out snackies yep. as we uh, go. Uh, he kind of looks at Descara over the corpse and is like, "So Israel is coming around a lot." Yeah, yeah. She's she's been she's been. Rather sweet on me. People are talking a little bit. <laughs> if I'm uh, hearing it, they're talking way more than what I'm hearing also, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Although you do like to eavesdrop, I gotta say. I don't like to. I'm just good at it because I'm <laughs> quiet. <laughs> do you like her too? Yeah, I do. I, you know, fumble with my words with her, but maybe that's all more uh, the reason that I, it shows that I actually do. I think she does. She smiles a lot when she talks about you. I'm happy for you guys. Good to know. Thanks. So, how are things with my cousin? <laughs> Busted. Uh, he makes a face. A face that says everything. Yep. Uh, you, so, you know, we're same as always. Are you? Saw you sneak off at that last festival. I was... It's not what it's not what people think it is, okay? I just I um I asked her if she wanted to see me. The uh, other me. And then he gets like a little smile, like a, a smile of almost like disbelief and he's like And she said yes. And she wasn't afraid. So well, things are going well. <laughs> I think things are going well. I think she's scared. I mean, I was not of me. I was expecting her to be afraid of me, but she talks about her parents a lot and the war and leaving with her aunt. Kind of worried about her, actually. Yeah, as out of all of us, she's probably the most likely to up and disappear without saying anything to us. I think it's more than that, Jaskara. The other day, she came over to my place and I, um, I asked her if she wanted to win the war or just die in it. She didn't have a good answer. 
Quite a hard question to answer, though. It's not for me. I want to win. I want to protect all of this. She's just... She's so convinced that she's going to die that it's, like, inevitable that I'm worried she wouldn't really try. And I think she's a little convinced she's going to break my heart because of it. Well, if there's anything that we know from your little thing, uh, flit into the woods there. None of us are going to leave this veil alone. Even if it's, even if one of us is chasing the other. I really like her, Discar. I can tell. And I'm not so afraid of losing her that I'm afraid to try to have her. I just don't think she feels the same. Maybe. But. I think it's a tough time for her right now with the Lunar's showing up and her aunt back and pause we can um we can leave that for now maybe pick it up later um Alyssa what are you doing hi um I will say this uh that same morning as you get up, uh, and maybe you have some business to attend to kind of down by the hall. You have to go and get some, um, buy something from I the trader. I actually did have something that she might be doing that is down in that area. Okay, go for it. So, um, so Arissa's plan is she doesn't know what's going to be happening. And she wants to make sure that everyone is prepared. Okay. So she's been making emergency medical kits for every household. And okay. she wants to go talk to Gordon Gar and Morganath to see if they have extra supplies they can lend her so she can use them for medical kits for <laughs> the veil. Gordon Gar's gone. He left with Bryn, but you can definitely find Morganath uh, or Lynn, his mom, around somewhere. Uh, who who would Arisa know more for, for healing supplies? Better. Then she'll Just go and because. find Liz. All right. Yeah. Uh, so as you go down there... um. You see Savin with Kamris. Uh and they seem to be huddled up and talking. Uh, and Kamris strangely has like um like a pack or, or a pouch of, of like supplies like he's going somewhere for a while. Can I try and listen? <laughs> she feels really awkward and doesn't want to interrupt the conversation, but she wants to know. Oh, uh, what's what's her skill in the heart? It's not great. It's oh, it's, it's it's probably oh oh I get it. Uh, my skill is thirty five year old to twenty one. Uh, so uh, you you over here saving talking a little bit, and he's like, "You will know where to go because you must let your own conscience guide you, and you will meet who and what you are supposed to meet, and you will know when to return." 
Okay, so she's gonna she's gonna stop in her in her travels and just kind of hang back for a little bit and just just appear super nonchalant and not interrupting any conversations. Uh, and with that, kind of like they part ways, and Kamri's turns and sees you. Like for once, you're the one who's standing there awkwardly watching him. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm I can't sorry. try my best I'm... to do. Oh, hi, Arissa. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to intrude or anything. Um, are you, are you leaving? Oh, not permanently. I'm just, well, so hard to actually be Troy. It's like trying to be like, <laughs> it's just hard, hard shoes to fill. Um, no, I'm um going on like a vision quest. Okay. Uh, I've talked to Saven about the things I could do most to help people in the Vale, and somehow I think nobody wants to build boats with me uh, for the oceans of blood that are coming, but I feel like I need to go and find some answers as far as what we can do. Okay. I'll be back well, soon. Hold on. And she rifles into her bag and she pulls out one of the little emergency medical kits that she was giving to people. <laughs> and she's going to... Here. Just in case. Oh. Thank you. I hope I don't need it. But it'll be nice I, to have something from you don't with either. me. Oh. Well, um... Other than your blanket, I mean. Oh, you kept it. Good. I, I was worried. <laughs> right. Well, I, I get cold, so... Um, yeah. But I also really like it, so yes. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Well, I'll, um... I don't think I'll be very long, but I'll see you soon. Yeah. Good, good luck. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Thank you. And the, uh... And they, like, stare at each other for a second, and it's really awkward, and then they just leave <laughs> in opposite directions. Probably peeking back, but trying not to get caught peeking back at each other, like, the whole time. Check out my listening skills. Some sneaky shit. Uh, and with that, yeah, you can go find Liv. Uh, Liv typically will either be in her pl- in her house, which is down in the main area, or somewhere around the riddle. Morganeth isn't around the riddle a lot too, but sometimes she's actually in the riddle, uh, and you probably don't want to go in there. Yeah, no, yeah, she she'll she'll go check Liv's house first. Oh uh, yeah. It's like a small hearth fire with like a little um like um pan, like a copper pan, and she's like almost like I almost like picture like a walk. She's like walking up some feet. She will uh knock on the the, the door. Uh it's yes. Arissa. Kinda like, oh Arissa, come on in. And she'll pop the cover in. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm okay. Well, I, um, I've been starting to make some little kits to give to people to have in there. Here. And she pulls one out of her bag and she kind of opens it. It's like a small, like, pouch that she's kind of sewn together. Um, and just has a couple of very basic, um, it's, it's ye old first aid kit. <laughs> Sack with some herbs and bandages and stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. And... I was wondering if there were any extra 
that I could use. I'm I'm trying to bring one to as many homes as I can, especially those with little ones. Um, that's perfect. Let me, um, let me help you with that. Don't you I, don't, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. I know you're cooking. Oh, no, I, yeah, I, um, it's almost done. Would you like some? It's lamb. Oh, I, I can't, but thank you. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. I like, I make lamb a lot. Rue loves it so much. So I, uh, it's just almost like a staple in my house. Oh, no, that's fair. Mm. I do have, however, some, um, here, hold it's. I made this this morning and she has some lentils, like lentil soup. Oh, thank you. Mm. That's very kind. She will, she will take a little bit. Good. And uh, she, while you do that, she makes, um, she takes the lamb and she puts it in like a little like flatbread and kind of like eats that with a little bit of lentil. She makes a little sandwich. <laughs> yeah, she makes a little sandwich. Yeah, it's friends of the family. Yeah. And, uh, and she, so she's like, um, so, uh, do you try to hide your hand, by the way? She probably isn't thinking about it because she's got like five other things on her mind. So Liz um, says, um, you eat in silence for a little bit. And she looks and she goes, may I ask you a question? Sure, what's on your mind? And I won't judge the answer. I'm just curious. Your hand... And her eyes go wide because she totally I've noticed, forgot. I've noticed the same thing on Rue. And I'm just curious. Has he told you anything? No. I actually don't remember. Did Amber, did Rue tell her about the thing? He said, I found it in the woods. And then he grinned charmingly. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so was, trouble. <laughs> there we go. He he was himself and okay. gave me an evasive answer. But an honest one, I would presume. Um, so we found something that protected us from some lunars in a okay roundabout way. It didn't do anything to them. And it's a spirit that seems to be friendly. And that's his mark. Yes. As far as I'm understanding. It is a dragon rune. That is why I ask. Right. They uh, do live in a city above the pass, but uh, none have talked to them since Sartar's days. This one may have been before or early. Oh. I yeah. it, it it's been a long time. I'm not entirely sure. Your son asked just... a lot of really good questions. <laughs> I don't want to try, but as you know, well, the safety and the well-being of the clan is part of my concerns, and I just, I would ask you to be careful. I 
made it abundantly clear that my what's the word I'm looking for? Allegiance is to the clan and to Shalana Arroy first. And nothing can overtake my decisions about those. I made that very clear. I know you've had some dealings with spirits, like disease spirits, but not other ones. And, well, the spirits, sometimes they can tell you what you want to hear in order to get you to do things that they want you to do. Yeah, this was new. I think I trust it. I think you have excellent judgment. So I will trust your judgment. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, let's go get the rest of that stuff. You finish up your food. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes you to uh, kind of like a storehouse with like dried herbs and stuff like that. That's and you kind of like, you know, thinking, pack yeah. those things up and spend some time going around and, um, you know, doing Yeah, doing that's basically things. the rest of her plans is to... Yeah prioritize homes with children or yep. and the elderly and then as many other houses as she can give them out okay. to. So you are, you're to cover easily all the homes with, with smaller children easily because uh, there aren't many. And then you circle back around to like the elderly. Uh, the good thing is to like, you know, unlike us, uh, these people don't just like eat their old people into like a nursing home or shit. It's multi generational. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, grandmas like like your grandma, they take care of her within the house. So like no one's gonna be like fuck you, granny, and like leave in, into the you know the woods or whatever. And like you know, the lunars are gonna rock up on a town full of octogenarians. That's yeah. just not gonna happen. Yeah, but um, not unless you want Arnaldo to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, Arnaldo will fuck your shit up. Hard, yeah. <laughs> but, but um, Ronaldo gives no fucks, takes no, 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 no. You have that as like that's how that's how part of you winds up hanging out on a trophy as a trophy on a Babster Gore statue, but um, <laughs> so things so you know, but you're able to like attend to those as well and make sure like the elderly people have them as well. Uh, so it's a it's a good day for you, we'll say. And uh, I'll go I'll munch back to Rue and Des. You guys get down and you um. Get the deer meat down. And, uh, would you plan to distribute it to people or you're still muted, Amber? I think preserve it. We should probably like smoke as much of it yeah, as we sure. can. So you take it yeah. to the smokehouse. Uh, there's, there's smokehouses. So you get, there's one right in, right by where, uh, you can take it to Bear Fallen, where your clan is, Kent, your, your stead, or you can take it to, yeah. there's one right in town, wherever, whichever one you want to go to. Um, probably whatever would be closer. So where we, uh, wherever we were, mm, you know, let's take it to the one in the town, actually. So you take it to the main one, uh, by the hall and, uh, you, you know, you start stripping up the meat and you give it to the people who are around there, uh, you know, um, people, mostly women who kind of cut it in the strips and start hanging it on the things. Uh, and while you're there, um, Rue, you're kind of like helping with that process a little bit. And, uh, you see like, Walking, not in her full armor, but just still looking very badass. Sorry, who that was cut out? I didn't say her name yet. Oh, okay. I was like, why? <laughs> I said you hear. I, I made an arm. I, I made a, ma- a marching sound that cut off. 
All right. Erinita kind of walks up and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? Uh, you know, just building some stores for the oh, winter. Good, good. You, uh, you done with this? Uh, am I? <laughs> it's, you, like, they can take it from here if you want them to be, too. Uh, he looks at her, um, and kind of dusts his hands off. Yeah, well, what's up? Did you need help? Just figuring, um, like, you had some good ideas when you are talking to Gordo. And, uh, I figured you could, um, come and help me figure some shit out to defend this place. Tries really hard to be stoic and not like, oh my god, Aaronine is asking for my help. And he only, like, 30% manages that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I'd... Yes, I called him, she course. called him Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, what were you thinking? I, um... Well, let's just check, let's start at the entrance, because that's where they're going to have to come through and work our way back and figure some stuff out. We should start farther out than the entrance. See? This is why I we found you. Him. What are you thinking there, scout boy? I think, um, maybe we set up some lookout posts with some kind of call system, so we can get faster, more advanced notice. If we had had more time, we might have been able to hide a bunch of the cattle. That's what. That's where your friend, your little friend, went with Lanza. Good. You're blushing. <laughs> You're blushing. I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. It's your fucking beer's fault. <laughs> he gives her a little shove, and then is like, "What's that too far?" She laughs. She's up, like, puts up the box. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Let's uh, let's go check out uh, outside the building. I know Saban's working on some stuff too for the Palisade, so uh, that's good. Right. So you uh, you spend some time, we'll say, with Aranina, kind of scouting the ground outside of the Vale, where the, where your things are, and looking for your looking for good places to. Um, set up lookout posts and things like that. And I would say you can roll, if you wanted to, for your end of this, I'm trying to think of a good skill for you to roll. Well, let me take a look here. I would say like a search roll to just find some good like lookout spots. Alright. Uh, do I make it? That's close. It wasn't close. No, I failed. <laughs> you may re-roll. We have some re-rolls. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. No, I rolled worse. <laughs> you suck. Okay. Um, hey, C-Stock, thank you. Uh, all right. You look around. It was meant to be. But you don't. You, you're like, oh, man, this is really. Once you get out of the veil. I'm like in a like, fucking ditch, like in a swamp. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, like, man, you can't perfect. see anything down here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you. you um. You look around, you're confident you could be able to find areas. You find some potential areas, but you don't find anything you're really, like, excited about. Because you're trying to, like, picture in your head, like, all right, where are they going to come from? And another thing, too, is that once you get outside of the Vale, outside of the Palisade, it's hilly, but it's not as, like, steep of a terrain as you're used to. So it's kind of like a new, different method of thinking of, like, okay, where am I going to hide myself? A thing like that, some stuff like that. Uh, but I will say that while you're down there, eventually you scatter around a little bit, 
she's looking around for places to do like ambushes and things like that or set up traps. Uh, and then once you, you go like back... offense for his like defense. She's like, this is how we're going to kill these people. And then you get back into the veil and she starts talking about like the veil is, itself is a natural funnel. Right, it kind of funnels up. The stream runs out of it. There's a there's a uh, red rock steed is where the narrowest that part is. That means it's also a natural like box trap. <laughs> but you have secret ways, and you're having this conversation. She's saying you're right, but we have Hontrell's bridge, and we have other ways to get out that they don't know about. Do we have so, enough people in the village who do know about them? So everybody, everybody in the village knows about it. It's like one of your you're, the secret paths around here through the mountains are like your thing. Okay. Uh, basic, but I mean, really, my thinking would be: we set up here by Red Rock Steed, the main fear to be here. The third is what they call like their militia, uh, and then you know maybe get some people up in the hills and well them with arrows and javelins and stuff, and uh, yeah, fuck them up here while everyone gets away. That's good. If we can keep the fighting forces occupied, it will give yep. the the non-combatants a chance to put some distance away. Maybe exactly. we should Once, set up some caches of like clothes, food, weapons in a to, couple areas that people can get to on the way out if they don't have a lot of time to pack. That's a good idea. I will uh you know what I'll talk to um I'll talk to your mom about that and we'll get some stuff set up. Yeah, that'd be good. Right. And then uh why don't you meet me tomorrow and we'll set up some traps and shit outside. All right. Erinina. Yeah. Can I ask you something about Bryn? Do you think she's ready? For this. Oh, um. Wait, what the fuck did you think I was asking? Nothing. Um. <laughs> glaring at her. He's like, for a war. Do you think she's ready for the war? You saw her fight. I wish she had more confidence in herself. You know, um, I'm going to say this, Rue. Nobody's ever really ready. Trial by fire. Yeah. And she I've did kill people... the shit out of that guy at the well. <laughs> she shot him through the deck, right? She, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like uh, amazing. I wish I could do that. I'm not that good. I'm not that good with a bow, but like that is a shot I would want to make if I could. Did I just show you my collection? I've got a couple. No, if I weird. say yes, are you going to show it to me again? <laughs> but I mean, if you want to see it, you can. I mean, it's like I will. You know what? My imagination is probably very active and doing it justice, I would say. It's <laughs> only like three. It's not really a collection, but, you know, it's been quiet. So you really Just only have to cut a couple off. But, <laughs> but people stop once you cut a few off. So, you know. Maybe you work with the Lunars? <laughs> probably. <laughs> listen like even every time I get in a fight you always feel that feeling in your stomach 
And if I didn't, I would be concerned then. Sometimes I'm worried I won't. Why wouldn't you? Sometimes on wild days, um, when I hunt, it's not like it used to be. I think I've always um, kind of thought a lot about taking life and the weight of it and I forget that sometimes now on wild day you know from what I understand of what happens to you that's the God. And verse kind of entering you. And when I fight, I can sometimes feel the goddess enter me. And it's the same way. Does that part ever worry you? No, because it's the goddess acting through me. And I have to put myself in her hands. Whatever happens from there, it's my fate. I'm not so sure that... I'm not always sure that I chose Telmore, or if Telmore chose me. I don't think any of us actually choose the gods. Destiny. Wake up and start cutting a bunch of dicks off. I mean, <laughs> I. Aranina. <laughs> no, I. I get it. Sorry, I'm just. Fuck, it's so weird after so much scouting and lunars and fighting in the woods for there to not be any of that for two days. I've just been thinking a lot. I've been thinking too much. Happens. Yeah, it, it happens. It's, you know, it's a come down when, when, when something like that happens. And um, listen, like, I'm next door if you need me. Okay. I may... I. Probably will take you up on that. You should. If you have any more of that beer. <laughs> I do. You want some? Right now? <laughs> She's just got a fucking flask. She's like... <laughs> she, she just pulls some out. <laughs> <laughs> Crack it open a cold one. <laughs> She's got like a hidden beer plate in her armor. <laughs> Not in her armor uh, for this. But she says, um, we're all, um, we've been really lucky that a lot of stuff has passed us by since Starbrow's Rebellion. But it wasn't going to last forever. I wish it didn't happen. I wish we could have just fucked them up then. I wish my dad wasn't exiled. But, uh, 
yeah, all those things happen. And you know that her dad, her dad was a, was a rebel, but he got exiled. And uh, if I remember correctly, her mom was killed in the fighting. Uh, I want to say, give me, give me a second. But, um, so you know that story, Morganoth basically ra raised her. Actually, I take it back. Uh, her father was, was caught and exiled. Uh, he went to New Pavis and her mom was an earth priestess. She went to the holy country and never heard from again. So Morganeth raised her. Man, we're almost like cousins. <laughs> yeah. yep. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Or she's like my aunt. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's not super old. Yeah, she's like your cool aunt, right? Because she's a little yeah, old. Kind and of. She's not like, yeah. So she's the one who gives you beer. Uh, so she's like, um, your friend, Bryn, she's had a lot of stuff happen to her family. And they paid a very high price in all this fighting. And that's not going to sit well with someone. I understand it. Yeah. I know. I I worry about her. Listen, you're going to be with her and just keep an eye on her and watch her back. No pressure. <laughs> That's the best you can do. Anything else is in their hands. She just kind of looks around. Just kind of Heavy sigh, takes a drink, and is like, all right, let's keep scattering. You scatter out. Uh, you may increase your battle skill just from the chat that you oh, have with shit. her. Roll 1d6 just automatically. You learned a lot from her. Tactics. Yeah. I'm going around. Learning the battles. Mm -hmm. Ah, one. <laughs> I learned... Something from her. Hey, man. We roll for that. Nah, it's all right. It's all right. Huh? It's all right. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure. I'm gonna get a lot more practice and experience real soon. <laughs> I have a feeling you're correct. So uh, okay. So just Tara, you head back to um, once you're done with the deer. You head back to um, home. And you spend some time like taking care of your kids and stuff like that. Yep. And uh I'm just as you're finishing up the meal. Uh you get a uh kind of a, you hear the like kind of knock and cough at the door of someone outside. I'll uh go see who it is because I know it's not Kaim Reese. He usually doesn't make his presence known. Right. It's uh, a huge, hairy guy with a beard who you recognize. Uh, I was about to say, he quickly references how to talk to girls. Ken's <laughs> <laughs> like, I have it's this book here. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baroth. Oh, Baroth. Come on in. Come. Well, you're not uh, interrupting any of the little ones or anything, am I? No, they're just. 
everyone's kind of settling down. Right. So, uh, he kind of like, he's, he's big like you, he has to like duck to get in. Yep. And he goes, uh, so, uh, heard you and your friend got a deer today. Yep, we managed to get it uh, all set and brought it to the smokehouse in town, uh, in the middle of town there. Good, good, good. So, uh, listen, I um, I wanted to wait to the great hunt to do this, but uh, I don't think we have the time. So next Wednesday, next Wednesday, as you know, Wednesday of Movement Week of every season is a holy day for Odelia. Next Wednesday, I want you to meet me up early. It's time for you to hunt the bear, boy. He'll, uh, he'll straighten up and he'll nods. Yeah, I'll, uh, Uh, I'll be there. You want me to meet you by your by your hut? Yeah. Um, just meet me. Um, know the trail where it forks up above Bear Fallen. Mm-hmm. Meet me there. All right. All right. I would tell you, uh, do what you need to do to get ready. Say goodbye to whoever you need to say goodbye to. Could be gone a little while. Could be gone a long while. It's different for everyone. I'll, uh... Is there anything I shouldn't bring with me? I think it's Zingo. All right. Yeah, watching this too. <laughs> yep. Uh, Sierra. Sorry. Hello. What else do you want to do? Uh, recently had a question for Ruth, but now's not the time. <laughs> so she comes back. Um, Deskar, you've got about. Four days before that happens. So, is there anything you want to do? We'll we'll, fall, we'll we'll go on you for a bit, and then we'll get hopefully get Ruin and Arissa in, and then we'll start All right. your thing. Yeah. Um. In these like four days, I think uh, if Ru's up for it as well, him and Ru would try to go out hunting a few more times to uh, bring in as much stock as they can, uh, whether it be deer. Or just some uh, smaller stuff as well. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna flat out say that they're turkey, right? Like, or some something like that. Like, that's yep. a good fall bird to hunt. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you could probably find them. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? Give me just a blanket. Um, you could do either like a survival roll if you want, or a like track roll, either or, just to see how good you guys do. I'm going to go with track because I, that is better than my survival. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. 
And I'm glad I did that because I would definitely not have made it with my survival. I made a 61 out of 73. Okay, so you're you're able to um you spend the next couple of days out in the woods and it's fun. It's, it almost feels like the olden days when you used to like hang out in the woods a lot. And uh you're out there um and you get a couple turkey and um I'm trying to think of something other than a deer that you can hunt. It's wild. Uh hey, mountains, you get you get a ram. And uh All right. yeah, mountain ram. So you get you get some you know good meat to put up for people. Uh and you know, they can the the ram, the bigger animals they smoke, the turkeys they pretty much just like cook and eat right away. Um and it's a good four days. Anyone else you want to say goodbye to? as it comes to the uh end of the third day, he will go and uh, talk to Asrala, say that as he's going to be gone uh, on his initiation. Going on his initiation. Same thing. Yep. You the, might have to actually like kill one, though, or do you? Or, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to know. It should sound probably something I shouldn't know, but I just I mean, it's a bear. Yeah, that that part's always been vague. But I I think it's more it could just turn out to be some sort of vision quest, but if I actually am going up against a bear, I've been Broth is writing me for this. He's a good man. I, I like Broth. Well, you even when tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, early, yeah. You catch the biggest bear, and she gives you like a big kiss. She grabs your face and like holds it and like gives you a big kiss yep. on the head. Thank you. I will. Oh, I'll be back. I'll definitely be back. I know you will. Don't get lost or freeze or anything stupid, all right? it's me, I'll, I'll be finding probably a lot more uh, beehives out of season than anything else. Well, stay away from them, too. I'm gonna try my best. Right. And uh, what do you pack? Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so, as because I won't know how long I'll be out, I'll probably pack some, uh, maybe a few rations, maybe a couple days. I can, any longer, I can hunt for myself. Uh, I know, probably know what uh, berries are good for, good for picking while I'm out there. Yep. Um, starting to get a little slim with the pickings up there now because it's like late fall, you know. So, yep. But you still, you still should be able to find some stuff. Uh, as for my overall stuff, uh, probably a good. Probably a good cloak, my bow, arrows, um, my hunting knives. As much. I think I'm going to bring my axe just in case I do get up and close and personal with a bear, even though I don't want to. Good thinking. 
but after that, oh, my uh, rabbit foot charm, definitely. Yeah, just looked down at my uh, my paper, and I was just like, yes, that. So the bear bear can't hear me coming from a mile away. Sounds good. All right, so you spend you spend the night packing that up. Uh, Orissa, I'm trying to buy time to get your moment in room. It looks like it's no, coming no, to fruition, but you're yeah, good. go ahead, go ahead. Let's let's see what you got. Uh, this is just a small thing, but um, especially since talking to the dragon spirit, Orissa's been talking to the orb more, <laughs> if for no other reason than to get it to like her, so maybe it doesn't screw her over, but also because she's curious as hell. So. Uh- it, that a little bit. What's listen, so your, it doesn't have to result in anything. She's just talking to the orb. But you, you so you set me up. What, what are you doing? It's a, it's a quiet day in the in the. You know, maybe you go back to that spot. We have the nice view of the of the veil. Yeah, yeah. She'll right. probably bring it bring it there, and you know, going on her walks and stuff. You know, looking for more herbs and mushrooms and whatever. Gets up to her her little spot. She's kind of plunks down on the ground and and <laughs> yeah, exactly right, pondering the orb. Uh, she pulls it out of her bag and just kind of holds it awkwardly but reverently. She just kind of stares in silence for a moment and just I don't know if you live in this thing or if you see out of it. But if you do, it's a nice view, ain't it? Bling. And um, do you have a dragon like kind of floating over you? Oh, hello! It is indeed most beautiful. This is what we're all trying to protect. Home. Yeah. Have you ever been here before? Feel I might have been. Probably really different back then. Your experience is real. Almost seems as a dream to me. Which of my kind. And there is much I have forgotten. Much that has been taken from me. Although, there is beauty in creation. Is there anything that would help you remember? He kind of ignores that question, and he says, um, you know, when the first runes manifested and the gods used them to create the world and create the spike, they did not create the dragons. The dragons just arrived. From somewhere else? Yes. And it was decided that the dragon should have a place to nest. And so they were allowed to nest at the base of the spike. And that is where they laid their eggs. And that is where they lived in peace with the gods. And that is Dragon Pass. 
of you are fighting to protect this place because it is your home, it is very much mine as well. In a way. Because I don't really do a lot of fighting. I I do more of the fixing. It's good. But I be my my friends are are really really good fighters. They'll be able to address them. Hopefully, it won't come to that. No, I I would rather it not. Often it is hard to tell who is injured more. The person who does the injury or the person who is injured. It's never easy. It is not. It is good to share this. It is good to share this space with you, Marissa. Oh, um, I'm glad. I, I've been trying to keep you safe and all that since, you know, you're not in a little cave anymore. It is good to not be there anymore. If I'm ever just, like, by myself and you want to just hang out and chat, you can. I will do that. Too much. I, you can ask me a question if you like. Do you trust us? You have not given me a reason not to. I didn't plan on it. But. Then I can trust you. That's fair. She kind of, like, looks up and just, like, tries to, like, reach a hand out to see if there's, she can feel any physical... Because she's not really dealt with spirits in this close. So what I would say to you, I mean, you wouldn't, like... Arissa wouldn't necessarily have this frame of reference, but for like a modern American U.S. person frame of reference, uh, kind of like a pins and needles sort of feeling, like you know, like uh, Ooh, okay, yeah. uh, like or, or like I mean, I guess she would have that that frame of reference of like you know, you wouldn't know you lost like blood flow to your hand, but you would know like oh, if I sat on my hand, or if I fell, or if I whacked it, like you know, this happened, kind of like that feeling if you touch where he is. Yeah. <laughs> Does it I'm I'm not good at making friends. Uh sorry. It's been like eleven years since I made a new friend. Because I've known my friends for like ever. It does not appear that there are many people here. New people, I mean. No. The only new people that arrive are babies. Which reminds me I should Check on that little fellow at some point. You do not have babies the way you do. 
I I know you have eggs, but did they just show up? They are laid the way you would understand, but okay. uh, all of the ones that have were laid and ever will be laid had them made. No more can ever come to exist. Those that exist are on the path to become like me. Well, what I was. How many are there? Me. But when one dies, if he is not committed too great of a sins, he comes back to live again and continue on their journey. The serpent eats its tail, and the cycle never ends. We have our own version of that. It's different, because, you know, you become a different person. But, you know, with animals, too. Always, all of us becoming different people. She just kind of sits real awkwardly at that. Yeah. Yeah. You see this young one. I have not seen a small one of you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. I have to bring a medicine kit that way anyway, so we'll... Okay, uh, yeah, um, how do I hop back in? He just just disappears. There's like a ripple and he's gone. She just, I'm so not good at this. And then just wraps it up and starts heading out to go see the baby. And then if you want to um, find Rue to have that moment, you can, and then we'll start this car's thing. Yeah, she'll go check on the baby, make sure baby's okay. He's doing great. Family's family's doing great. Good. What's it going I said, if you're doing a scene with me, I probably have, like, five minutes while they eat this pizza before they start, like, suplexing my couch or something. We can, so. we can worry about this next stream. Go to this Okay. Time. Yeah. It's not important. Fair enough. So, uh, some time passes. Uh, Rue, just to catch you up, you and, De- and Dez spent some time, a couple days before he has to go away. He told you you were hunting. You managed to catch a couple turkeys and a goat just to feed people. Uh, it was really great. It was like the olden days when you used to hang out in the woods a lot. Uh, before Dez has to go away for a while, hunt a bear. On his Does own. Does he tell this to anyone? Does he have like a dream? What's Or Barath is like, yeah, it Baroth is time. Is like, it's yeah. time. It is yeah. time, yeah. yeah. It is time. It is time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Bryn is gone. Descar is gone. I'm Reese went off somewhere. I'm Reese is gone. Bryn and just like, Bryn and are just going to hang out here. Pymreese got to go Together. find a boat. Feel like Pymreese sad puppies. Pymreese like. is building this giant boat in this house. She's just, building the ark. This is like Noah. fucking Noah. Just building a huge boat. Arissa, you need to find me two frogs. All right. <laughs> Oops. All right. So when they are moving... Troy's in chat, he just says, you joke, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So Wednesday of movement week, 
comes and uh, you get up early with everything you packed with Escara. And uh, it's just just like that pre-dawn that hunters get up, it just feels almost like another hunting trip to you. But you uh, you head out and you head up the trails behind Bearfall instead. And you know there's a place where he said where the trails kind of there's a there's a fork in the trail, and you find him waiting for you already there. Nightclaw comes with you also, and uh, he just goes, "Come with me." And you find him actually painted like he's got like black paint like on his face. And stuff, and he's wearing a full bear skin with like the thing over him, bare chested, and like you see his wounds of like beast rune and stuff on his like massive chest and shit through his chest hair. Uh, but he's like, um, yes, bare chested. Uh, so he uh, he's like, come with me. And there's a fire already burning in like a little a little um, clearing. And he goes, place your weapons on the ground. I uh, I do so. And he takes out like almost like a bundle of some sort of herb and he lights it on fire. And it's a very like smelling, strong, musky herb. And he, he smokes you, senses you, and he senses your weapons. And as he does, he's praying, praying in beast speech, actually, um, which you know a little bit of. You kind of recognize it, uh, but he's praying and um, he anoints you. He has like a little pot with um, looks like some ground up berries in it. And he anoints your forehead with the beast room and an air room on each cheek. And then he, um, he says, you may pick him up now. I will grab my weapons and uh, place uh, I'll grab and holster uh, my weapons. Well, I'm praying for this guy there for a good hunt for you. And if I were you, I would um, find a ridgeline with some oak trees and head into the wind. Eggcorns will be dropping. Bears will be eating them. If you're upwind of them, they won't smell you coming. That's actually some real bear hunting advice, by the way. I looked it up. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you always for the guidance. I'll be here when you get back. And he kind of gives you the big, like, big guy shoulder clasp kind of mm-hmm. hug. And uh, with that, you set off. Off I go. And you head up into the mountains with Nightclaw with you. And you don't have any particular place to go or anything like that, so you're just kind of following, you know, your own your own will, and yep. you you wander around. And um, I would say, give me give me a track roll just to see how you do. You have you have some rations, but you're not carrying a lot because you're you're carrying uh, you're carrying light. Yep. So let's see if you can find anything. Keep missing them by 10. I got an 83 out of 73. Fair enough. Um, thank you for that fact, Amber. That is just amazing. 
So the answer to the question of there's a bear shit in the woods is no. Everyone, bear fact from Amber, to prepare for hibernation, bears eat a bunch of grass and twigs to form an anal plug. So now we know that there's a bear shit in the woods, not during the winter time. Thank you for subscribing to Bear Facts. <laughs> It's this is a frank version of the of bear <laughs> it's the butt plug, the bear butt plug. Um so anyway, get back to this real stuff. You you just after a couple of days the rations start to run low, you've been trying to to ration them out. Uh and you're trying to start finding food, but uh you're not having a good time of it. You uh you find you know, you find some tracks and you can't you see a couple squirrels and stuff, but you just can't get close enough to get a good shot off at them. You know, all the time you feel like Nightclaw's kind of judging you a little bit. Uh because he's a cat. And, as he always does. Yeah, as he always does. And you just you're not you're not doing well. But finally, it's been it's been a couple of days and you're really hungry. And you find the track of Possibly a small goat or, or uh, this is a small deer, something like that. You're not quite sure because it did all the track. And you begin mm -hmm. to follow it. And uh, eventually you find that it's not. You, you catch up and you find it's a small, not a ghost deer, but a black-tailed deer for all the people watching who get offended when the Haraborn shoot deer. And um, you have you have a shot if you want to take it. I uh, I will take that shot. You miss. Don't even roll. So you, you, you shoot an arrow right off into the woods, and you're like, shit. And Nightclaw looks at you. And it's kind of like, you know, the cat's ears go like, kind of like this a little bit. He's got like big floppy ears. And he goes, he talks to you. He says, you're not a very good hunter. This being the first time that he's talked to me? Absolutely. Yep. Um, being a bit surprised, I am... Uh, I, I just kind of say, probably louder than I should. Did you just... Did I just hear you speak? Yes. You want to save me to help you? Yeah, I've, uh, this is, have you always been able to speak and just has, haven't? Here I can. Come on. Walks off into the woods. I'll, I'll, I'll follow, uh, Nightclaw. You follow him and he kicks you down into, um, deeper into the woods and you see him like crouching and he's like look and you see a little field mouse kind of off in the distance and you're upwind from it and the wind's rustling through the leaves a little bit and he goes sneak up on it like this and he shows you like kind of like how it pounces on it and he gets it and his mouth kills it and he's like your turn go find one I'll uh, I'll just nod and um, I know I'm not that the best at moving quietly, so I'm going to uh, I probably have the rabbit's foot kind of like hanging off a 
clasp up by my chest. So I'll just like kind of uh, grip it and hopefully activate it because I don't know if I've ever. Uh, you're like this thing, and you kind of feel yep. it, um, kind of like work for you, and so you're able to you're able to. I'm going to say this: you're able to sneak up on a mouse and catch it, okay. uh, which is a major feat. Earn a free increase to your stealth, 1d6. Ooh, yay. To, to my overall stealth modifier? Uh, so move, move silently is exactly move what silently. I mean. I'm okay. sorry, yeah. I, I always, like, I get confused because, like, in some games, it's like stealth is just yeah, one know, thing, but they split hide and move silently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I should, uh, I'm going to roll that right now. Oh, uh, yeah, just add it. Woohoo, I got a six. Sweet. All right, there you go. Your stealth goes up. All right. You you have a good night, and you eat some mice. And the next day, Nightclaw's like, come with me. Let me show you more. And you spend the day kind of going around, and he's showing you, like, you're used to tracking Yep. Like from your standpoint, but he showed you how to do it from like the cat standpoint, where mm-hmm. he's literally like, "This is where they'll run up the tree and hide, and this is where they're going to come down the water, and if they're going to mm-hmm. carry over here, they're going to go over this branch because they don't want to touch the ground and get their scent on it where I can find it." And he teaches you all this cat stuff. Add one d six to your track. Mm-hmm. He spends the day with you, teaching you that stuff. Teaching track from cat, nice. Yep, yep. That's a five on that. Doing well. Doing well, doing well. Okay. And you spend some time hunting with him, using all the stuff you've learned. Uh, and after a while, unfortunately, you know, you're hunting smaller game like squirrels and stuff like that. Uh, you, you've either driven it off or caught a lot of it. Yep. And so you, it's getting harder and harder. And you're getting hungry again. And you come across some deer tracks. I uh, think and it's he kind of look. He just kind of looks up at you. And he says, Ken, it's like me. Don't hunt deer. It's your turn. I'll uh, I'll just nod to nod to him and say, "Here we go." So you begin following the track, and I'm going to say that you use what he taught you. There's no need for a roll here. You're able to sneak up on the animal, and it's a small deer. Again, a black tail deer, not a ghost deer, and you're able to uh, you have a clear shot at it. I will take this shot. You need a roll. All right. And uh, you get a good shot right in the chest, right? We're supposed to right above the shoulder, right in front of the shoulder blade. And uh, it does run off a little bit, and you find it in the bushes dying. What do you do? I will. I will uh, do a 
I will thank Troy and remember to augment this. I'm going to try to do a peaceful cut on this dying deer. Uh, no need to roll an augment or anything like that. Um, you feel something very, very happy with you when you do that. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you thank Odelia and the Lady of the Wilds for the deer, and you get a free increase to peaceful cut. 1d6. Another five. Kent always rolls well on this stuff. Yeah, my except for my reputation, I've rolled consistently ones on my reputation. I mean, so this is the important shit to roll well. This on, is like. this is the important shit to roll well on. Yes, reputation will come in time. That's not as important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just funny because you're like the biggest guy, and everyone's like, "Wait, there was some guy there." I it's know. Like the Fargo, just like just funny looking, funny looking how, just in a general sort of way. So, um. You have a nice meal that night with Nightclaw. Roast the deer over the fire. Heat it up. Uh, and you sleep next to the fire. It goes out. And it's been getting cold because it's late fall. Uh, and in the morning, she stands, you know, he gets up and he looks at you. And he says, I've gone as far as I can with you. The rest of the way, you must go alone. I'll be waiting for you when you get back. It has been good to hunt with you. I'm grateful for everything that you've taught me. We will hunt again soon, together. And he kind of walks off and then kind of stops right at a ridge to look back at you, then runs off through the woods. Then you're on your own. All right. And you begin going through uh, these woods. And it becomes cold. And oh my god, the chat. Uh it becomes colder and wetter in the woods. And you realize, like, you know, you've you've been to a lot of places uh around the valley, but you have no idea where you are. You are like lost. And these are Damn. deep, deep woods with big trees, big evergreen trees, big, just all the trees look big. It is a deep, dark forest. Think of like the dark forest in, in Valheim. Yeah. Like this is what we're going for, like a deep, deep fall forest. And you wander for a while and you find it. This is towards the end of the day that Nightclaw leaves you. You find a great oak tree. And way high up on this oak tree, far higher than you can reach, and you're big, you find claw marks of a great bear. Looks like I'm I'm in the right area, kind of thinking to myself. But what do you do? I'm going to, what was it Baroth told me? Go upwind. No, yes, no. Mm-hmm. Upwind and uh, find a patch where there's a bunch of fallen acorns. Yeah. Right? Yep. So you begin trying to find a ridgeline and you work, you're searching around to find like some oak trees and a, and a ridgeline. And uh, as you search, you find um, you find like a little stream kind of going down this hill as you're trying to get to the top of the ridgeline. 
and in it there's a little sandbar, and in that sandbar there's this bare footprint like this. Ooh, damn. you press on and you find that ridge line and you walk you spend the day kind of they call it still hunting but it's walking around like it's moving around and trying to like hunt uh, on mm -hmm. the move you try to look for look for the deer you know you stop for a while you sit see if you can hear anything and um you, you don't you don't find anything that first day and the weather is getting very very cold so you set up a fire in a camp for that night and as you're sitting there and kind of like, you know, eating the last of, of that deer that you saved from, from your, your time with Nightclaw. You look up in the sky and you realize two things. The first is you realize that you do not see a red moon at all. And the second is that there's some sort of light in the sky that you've never seen before. It's like ribbons of light. Hmm. Aurora Borealis. Yeah. You search, you spend the night there, and there's something very peaceful about this forest. Even more so, I mean, you've spent your whole life going up into the forest to get away from people and to find this peace, but you're finding that in a deeper sense here than you've found in the forests that you've occupied around the mountain ranges, you know, the, mountain, the Quiven Mountains where you've grown up. Uh, you feel, even though you're alone, you don't feel alone. You feel almost at one with the forest. And you wake up in the morning and you search again along that ridge line, and things start to go against you. Uh, it, is, it is cold and it's wet and miserable and you find some signs you find you know some scratched up trees and you find some gnawed bones of old kills but you never feel, feel like you find any fresh mark or sign of the bear uh, and, and as you're walking today you're walking along on a muddy hill and you just you slip and you slide down that hill and you tumble to the end and you don't get hurt when you tumble and you come to a stop and you get up and you're kind of checking yourself to make sure you're okay, you realize your axe is gone. What do you What do you do? Um, I mean, I'm going to try to make my way up, uh, up back up the hill a little bit to see if I can find any signs of my axe, see if it slipped any down in a different direction, but... Search as you might. You know, unfortunately, you fell, you slid down a ways, it was kind of steep, and you just, you cannot find it. So you're kind of like, you know, shit! Yep. But you keep searching, and you keep going around. And you find another one of those little fast-moving streams that kind of slowly flowing down, and as you're walking through that, you slip again. And you get wet. And you realize that oh, some of your hours are gone. You're down to a couple hours left. But you get out of the stream. And you manage to warm yourself up enough 
And all of a sudden you hear somewhere in the woods, you recognize the sound. It's the sound of, of, of a small deer, another black tail. What do you do? Um, I'm going to see if I can try and track it down. So you search around and you find a trail. And you follow a little ways and you find a little bit of a, just a little bit of an opening where you can see this, you know, see the tail kind of going as it's just eating and minding its own business. As much as I want to take the shot at it, I only have three arrows left. You said? Yeah. Say three. About three. And you are so hungry. I think I'm going to try to to sneak up on it and Try to take it with my hands. Okay. Give me a uh, move silently roll. Uh, and I'm going to augment this yep. with this my beast room. Troy and uh, Gerbo have been yelling all night. Augment, <laughs> augment, augment. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I am going to re-roll that. All right, made it with the re-roll. So, uh, you managed... That was a... 42 out of 65. Very good. So you managed to sneak up on it, and you're within grabbing oh, range. Oh, sorry. That was, that was to augment. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're, you're able to... So you're able... So that's a regular... So you get tw plus 20. I'm sorry. Okay. So now my move silently. Mm -hmm. And I make it with the... The move silently, too. So you managed to get up to it, and how are you going to? What are you? What? What? What are you doing to attack? Describe what you're trying to do to me. So I, I sneak up to it, uh, on it, as best I can. I probably still have my uh, hunting knives with me. The one that I usually make the peaceful cuts with I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to grab it and slit its throat as best I can sure so I'm going to say you're, atta you're attacking from doesn't know you're here you've done a really good job uh, so roll me in an attack with your knife skill okay uh Dagger? Yeah. Okay. 
and I am going to try. I'm going to use a reroll on that because we have. I think we got like a couple of rerolls all around, and yeah, we got a few tonight. Okay. Oh, I see a twenty. That is a twenty. Okay. So, what is your dagger skill? Uh, forty-five. Cool. Uh, so you snuck up. You got him. Uh, that's a regular success. It's not a special. But I will. Um, I will let you. We'll say you took the time to. I'll be nice. You took the time to go for the head because it didn't know you were there. So just yep. roll your damage, and you know we'll okay. see if you can grab it. Uh, what is the damage for a dagger? Because I didn't have that readily available. If anyone in chat knows, I can get it for you. If no one else can. One d four plus two plus your strength bonus. All right. One d four plus two plus right my uh, bon uh damage bonus. Yep. Okay. Separate. So that is six plus one seven. So you jump on, and uh, you just, you know, it, it kind of like starts to jump around, trying to get away from. It, but you get a really good grip out, and you get that dagger. You get the dagger in, uh, and it kind of rolls and tries to roll off of you. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not pretty, uh, but you do it. You get him. You got yourself a beer, man. Small, small will, one. This is a little small one. one. Yeah, I will. Uh. uh Continue on to uh, dressing it and getting myself a meal for tonight. As you do that, you start to reach for your stuff. You're like, oh, shit, man. You realize, like, your bow that you had on your back as you're fighting this, it snapped. Must have gotten must have gotten damp or something and just kind of, like, yep. worn out. And, you know, while you're rolling around with the deer, it just broke. Damn. You get dressed, yep. and you find yourself a, um, you know, you find yourself, it's really, really cold and damp, and you can almost feel like a, like a sleet storm coming. So you look around, and you're able to find, to call it a cave is, is generous. It's like kind of like a scoop out of a rocker, right? Like there's a big rock in the middle of the floor, yep. so it's kind of like a, a little hollow, and you're able to put a fire in front of that and cook up the deer and kind of like tuck back there and eat what you can get off it. It's, it, it was a small one. Uh, it was big mm -hmm. enough to give you a hard time, but it, was, it wasn't a huge deer. Uh, but you eat well and you manage to save some, some meat. What do you do with the meat you save? Mm. I am... I'm probably going to uh, wrap it and... Uh, I'll cook it and uh, wrap it and try to save it for rations for the coming times. So you do that, and you uh, settle in, and it begins to sleet, and it gets nasty and cold, but you settle in and try to, like, cuddle up as much as you can. 
and keep the fire going. And eventually you drift off to sleep. And I'm, I'm just going to type something real quick to you in Zoom here, Kent, mm -hmm. because you will know this response. Um, just sit on that for a minute. And you drift off to sleep. And somewhere in the middle of the night, you hear a very, very close to you. I'll uh, kind of start uh, jolt awake and I'm probably backed into this uh, little hollow as far as I can anyway. You do, and you automatically instinctively do that because you wake up and you're like, what, what, what? And you see this huge, huge bear on the other side of your fire, which is dwindled down in the rain and the sleet. It's, it's out now. And this huge sandy-colored bear is there, and you get this another deep, that bear kind of wolf sound, and it pops its jaws. Bears will, like, open and shut their mouths, and that's a very, very bad thing when they do that. It pops its jaws at you. And then and you see it just rears up to its full height, and this thing's got to be, like, 12 feet tall. Just a massive, massive bear, maybe even bigger than that. Easily twice your height. Mm -hmm. And you see kind of around its feet, as it does that, two little cubs. Yeah. And it drops to the ground and then just kind of charges you. And it charges right up to you and at the last minute it stops. And it's so close, its breath is just in your face and it smells you. And then it says to you, you are too small to eat. I'll... As this has been a weird week already, and I'm not really used to animals talking to me. <laughs> I'll just... I'll just back and kind of... And you are far too big for me to eat uh, as well. Kind of backs up and laughs and kind of like starts like like doing a little like not like walk back and forth like a cat but bears will kind of like dance on their front feet like kind of like go side to side like that a little bit and like mm -hmm. kind of scratch the ground and it goes look at you small and alone and afraid are you hungry I've caught what I could, uh, could but it is not enough. <laughs> Just one of my claws could feed a creature like you. And the little bears are like kind of like rolling around and playing behind you, behind it, as it says that.
should I ask the bear to help me? I'm going to ask the bear to help me. What do you say? If you are offering to help me eat, I would be ever so grateful. Okay, little thing. And I kind of reaches up, pops a claw out, and spits it at you. And then goes, Come on, I'll teach you how to eat. And she turns around, and the cubs, like, doesn't even look back. The cubs follow her. She's walking off. And you got this huge bear claw on the ground in front of you. I'll, uh, I'll pick up the claw and I'll... It is fucking big and it is heavy. Like, you have a hard time picking it up. Yeah, damn. You're like, whoa. And so you pick it up and you follow the bear and she takes you down the hill to a bigger stream. Not like the little ones you've been finding, but kind of at the base of the arena is a river. Like, not a river, but like a deeper, bigger stream. And you follow her along that. This is all... you, You slept for a while. The sun's starting to come up now. And, uh... She takes you to a pool where, you know, there's a little spillage over a rock and there's a deep, some deeper water. And she sits there for a while. And she just, the cubs play behind her. She doesn't really play any mind to them. They might be stomping Doritos into her carpet, but uh, <laughs> they don't pay attention to her. And he just kind of gets his big paw up. And into the water, just whaps this fish right out of the water onto the shore, just grabs it in its mouth and pins it down and like rips some fish flesh out of it and it's chewing it. Just looks at you and goes, your turn. Just learning to hunt from all sorts of things uh, this trip. I, uh, I'll wade into the water and You like hold the claw and like kind of like look for a fish, and sometimes uh, you see what you see the shadow of one kind of like gliding, just kind of they they hold they hold steady in the current and wait for stuff to spill over. You see the shadow of one. What do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a swipe at it with the with the claw. Slash at it, and it just—it's too quick for you. It mm-hmm. swooshes away, and so you wait and you try a couple times. You get a few more tries at this, and you just can't can't do it. Can't get one. All the while, the bear's kind of like eating this fish and watching you, giving some to its cubs, and the cubs almost feel like they're laughing at you, and you just can't do it. And she looks at you, and she goes, "Hmm." Perhaps fishing is not for you. Follow me. She turns and just plods, plods off into the woods. I'll, I'll heft the claw uh, again and I'll start after her. Follow her and the cubs. And the cubs have like fallen back and they're kind of like 
running around your feet and like smelling you and stuff now and like you know if you understood bear talk you'd feel like they're probably like making fun of you but they're just you know they're having fun with you as a uh, small animal uh smaller animals than me have been lately they've been making fun of me i kind of accept it all right so you you follow you follow this big she bear and eventually uh she comes to this huge fallen tree and uh she just kind of puts one big paw on it pulls it over and just kind of rips the wood up and starts picking through it picks up this really nice fat grub and just eats it Your turn. As Troy joked in chat, it's time for the bare necessities. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, uh, dig through this fallen tree. So you get into the tree and you start trying to pull the wood apart to find grubs. And. It's a big tree. This is like you, you, a big guy, would not be able to get yep. your arms around it. And you're trying to like rip it up and you're not strong enough. You're not strong enough to get anything out. And she's just kind of sitting there watching and you're getting cold now because it's been, it was a wet night and you haven't had a fire and you're starting to like shiver now as she's sitting there watching you. And she says, uh, hmm. Perhaps a bear claw is only as good if it's attached to the rest of the bear. She kind of pushes a grub at you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pick the grub up and nod my thanks and have a grub. And then you're eating it and you're like shivering as you eat this grub and she goes, you are cold. No. Very. We're not cold. Our fur keeps us warm. Here. And she just like takes a handful of fur. Have some of mine. I will. I accept uh, her fur and I will try to use it to keep myself warm. Like, like it's just like a handful. And yeah. you're just able to like put it kind of like. Like a, like a, like a bear beanie and it yep. keeps you warm, warms you up yeah. and you, you feel, you feel good. Uh, you feel really good. Actually, you feel a lot better. And she goes, all of a sudden she goes, and she's just sniffing. Do you smell that? I, uh, do I smell that? You do. A hare is nearby. Mm. As in a rabbit. Yes. Yes. I uh, I do. I uh, is it? And I'll point in the direction that I think it's coming yep. from. You know the general direction, and the cubs kind of like looking at you, or both looking at you, like mm -hmm. like they're hungry. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I think we shall go and try and get the spare. Maybe not for myself anymore, but for these cubs that look like they need it. 
using what you've learned from Nightclaw, you are able to sneak up easily on this pair and pounce on it and uh, get it easily. I will uh, take the hair and I will uh, present it back to the great bear and uh, her cubs. It seems very, very happy, and the cubs are really happy because they eat it. And she uh, looks at you, kind of proud. She seems almost proud of you. And she says, follow me. And she just turns and starts walking like again into the woods, and the cubs go right after her. I follow as well. And you follow her for a long time. Like, it's almost nighttime. You followed her through this woods, but you're not cold. And it's a cold, cold, cold day. The rain eventually stops, but the air is just chill. Uh, but you don't feel it. It doesn't bother you. And you don't get tired as you walk through this deep, silent forest. And you catch the smell eventually of something very, very sweet. And you hear a buzzing up ahead. And the she-bear and her cubs stop. And you get up next to her, and you can see there's this old dead tree that's hollowed out, and you can hear buzzing from inside. Mm. I know that buzzing well. Yep. And she goes, go get us some honey. Well, I suppose it's time that I find the bees uh, before they find me for once. And I will I will try and go and uh, get some honey. So you're able to go up and the bees get angry even though it's it's cold so they're a little they're a little like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. They're, they're lethargic. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, but you're able to you scoop in, but you activate them when you're scooping some honey out. But the yep. fur that you have like protection from, it doesn't bother you. And you're, you get this honey and you, you kind of run back with this couple of combs of honey uh, for her and yourself and the cubs. Hmm. Add 1d6 to your survival skill for everything you have learned from the bear. Bear survival. Bear survival. Bear. Almost as if bear grills. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, Jack has been so many bear puns and it's making me happy. Alright. Got a five on that, bringing it up to 30. Sit. With his mama bear and her cubs. And you're just eating this honey. And you eat it all, and you start just the, the kid, you know, the kid, the cubs eventually, thankfully, even though they're running around, they were crazy for a long time, but honey kind of levels them off and they fall asleep because eventually that does happen if you stuff them with enough sugar, Amber. Uh, and <laughs> they crash. Just give them as much sugar as you can and they crash, I promise. Um, I'm crashing. <laughs> the, the key is that that's where it's a test of will, all right? Crash you have to, you, you have to give them more sugar. Uh, <laughs> but you they kind of start to sleep uh, and the mama bear says thank you for the honey you're becoming a uh, you're learning to be a good bear 
thank you for teaching me how to become a, a good bear. I have one more thing to show you. Come with me. And she kind of turns and pads away again. I will. I will follow. So you follow, and she leads you up a ridge, and there's like a rock outcropping, and she kind of goes up there and sits down and is looking at a view, which bears will actually do. They'll just sit and look at nice views like for no reason other than like, because they like them. And there's this gorgeous view of the, uh, of like, you know, the valley that you're in. Um, and you can see out and you see those lights again in the sky. They were all boreas just flickering over it. But you're looking around and you're like, I don't recognize any of these woods. I don't recognize any of these mountains. I should be able to see Carol Finn, but I don't. Like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't even see the... That red bitch in the sky. Yeah, you don't see anything. You don't see any of it. But it's really, really beautiful. And you sit for a while and you just take in this gorgeous... Gorgeous views. It's, like, it's late fall, so it's like you've got the yellows and the oranges and the leaves and where, where you have the deciduous leaves. And there's, it's just very, very beautiful. And you sit for a while and you just take it all in. And she says to you, it's beautiful, isn't it? Very. I, I'm not sure where I am, but I like it here. It's, it's very peaceful. All the wild places of the world. Are beautiful, and they deserve to stay that way. Tell me something. When you leave, will you protect other places like this? Always. Will you make sure the wild places stay wild. I will make sure that they. Uh, stay as beautiful as this and as long as I can. Will you share the bounty of the wilds with your people? But make sure they don't take too much. I will. That is something that my people need most right now. You may go and you take my strength and blessing with you. And as she says that, like, you would hear, like, a deep bear voice, but it changes to a woman's voice. And you look, and you see, sitting next to you is this woman uh, who's dressed in, the dress she's wearing looks almost like, like, bark, uh, of, of, like, a birch tree, almost like birch. And she has a crown of autumn leaves around her hair, her hair is green, and her eyes are just something extremely wild in her eyes. I don't mean, like, wild, like, like, wild, like, wild places in the world. Uh, and she smiles at you and she says you found your bear thank you I I was not sure what I was going to expect from this but you did well go in peace Thank you again. Thank you for all that you have taught. I will see you again in the wild places. And you turn and you walk away. When you look back, she's not there anymore. And 
you see ahead of you, kind of waiting, leaning on this tree, a guy who's like bigger than you, who you recognize from your adult initiation. Uh, he's got this bear cloak with the, the head like up, long, long beard that's braided, um, massively muscled. He's got a bow like kind of slung on his back with his arrows, and he's just kind of standing there with his arms crossed looking at you. You know it's Odalia. Mm-hmm. And he says, the Lady of the Wilds has blessed you. You've done very well. Thank you. I was hoping, well, not hoping. I guess I was, I thought I was doing this solely for, solely for you, but. All the she wilds. is my mother. Come on, I'll walk you out. Do you have any questions for me? Will I ever be able to reach this place again? If you look at enough life, yes. You have much to do ahead of you. I'm sure you've heard the tales, but it is not uncommon for us to spend less and less time with our human kin and more and more time out here. Until eventually, you become one with it all again. I've heard our Our, who is he, a rune, uh, Baroth is a rune, he's a rune lord, yeah, rune lord, mm -hmm. uh, our, a rune lord of, yeah. that follows you has I know kind him. of gone, and he's still part, but separate from the rest of us. It is our way. You will find that the more time you spend out here, the less time you will be understood back there. That is not a bad thing. It is just the way things are. Hopefully, I hope for my loved ones, I, I can maintain that balance for quite some time. Is away. No question. I have a feeling your people are going to need you. So I will say to you to go back to them now. I will need you to hunt for them in the darkness that will come. But look always for me in the wilds and know that these are the places I can hear you best. Thank you. I will continue to words failing me. He just laughs and he goes, I know, and just kind of pats you on the shoulders. <laughs> and then he's he's gone. And uh, <laughs> you find that you find yourself sitting uh, on a rock outcropping and you recognize where you are now. You're, you're very high up on the eastern side of, of Mount Cogratus, kind of looking out over Lowland Sartar. You can see Carolfin in the distance and you can see the, the marsh and you can see, you know, the different hills and, and the Colomar Wilds below you. Uh, you're back 
from wherever you were. Only this time, you have your bow and your axe and everything is back with you. Wrapped around your shoulders and over your head is a bear cloak. I will, uh, I will start back down to, uh, that little fork behind Bearfallen to meet back up with Baroth. You get up and you start walking down, and as you do, a few flurries of snow begin to fall out of a cold gray sky. And that's where we'll stop tonight. Shorter episode. But that, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Welcome to Manimalhood, yeah. brother. <laughs> Animalhood. Animalhood. Animal you guys off the root point you'll have wolf and bear wolf and bear fighting. That's gonna we're gonna develop a special fighting style called Wolf and Bear. Wolf, wolf and Bear. bear. <laughs> Arisa just over here like, I'm going to have to learn animal anatomy now. How the fuck do I? <laughs> Sarah and I were on fire in the chat. Some of them direct messages with each other. So you all don't even know. Yeah. I, <laughs> saw, you, I, I saw you guys like just cracking up and I'm like, yep. what, what, what? I know What's something's happening. But I was like, is it in Steam chat? No. Is it in? It's not here. Something's direct happening. Direct message. Yep. Yeah. I was censoring myself. It was for your own good. Yeah. I appreciate it. Just tell me yeah. now or later. Just tell I, me I had Twitch chat over to the side, also making puns that I had to ignore. Oh yeah, Twitch it's chat is puns from every side. Still yep. making bear puns. Yeah, they are too. They are very much so. It's, Hell it's, yeah, I love yeah. you guys. It's so good. Oh. Yay, right. two down. Bam, 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 bam. Two I'm not the only one. Yep, yep. <laughs> Congratulations, you're a grown-ass adult now. You, 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 in, you in your cult. So I'll message you later with you. You get some rune spells and stuff like that. We'll right. we'll talk about that. And you get you get bumps to your skills because you can look and like there's stuff in there outside of what you got doing this. There's more. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll go through that stuff. All right. Uh, but yeah, shorter session because we Grace only have gonna wake people. up naked in a bush on Wild Day, just like sit up, and then Descar is just gonna sit up out of another bush. This <laughs> 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 is a little awkward. The, the bro out of. Rose night out. <laughs> so, so the funny thing, one of my best memories of this was when we were talking about like Descar being able to like like cast like the bear form spells and get bigger. And he's like, "Well, I can you know it stacks with the with the with armor if I wear it. So I'm just gonna get like armor that like stretches, right? So like Amber and I just googled bear in a harness and just like. All I know what I was going to get. Wait, all the don't pictures worry, that come the up. The internet knows exactly what you mean. <laughs> they know exactly what you look like, Kat. I mean, that's pretty close to the lines of what Amber and I were talking about behind your backs. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was like one part where I was, Sarah was like, is this bear flirting with him? And I was literally typing, it's getting kinky in here at the same time that she said that. <laughs> Just a little oh, furry so nonsense. She's, you know, it whatever. So it's all good. You get a little furry as a treat. So like I came back from wrangling the children and you said like she a couple times, like the bear was a her. And I was like. I was like, oh no, Descar is talking to another woman. <laughs> then it was okay. And then we just started with, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Love it. 
<laughs> it, like it works because it's like those guys just wander off in the wilderness and don't talk to people. So like, you know, <laughs> yep. good job. They talk, talk. Yeah. <sighs> Goes into the woods. <laughs> I'll be in the woods for twenty years. I'm gonna go eat some raw the, fish. The now. Odela version of walking into the sea. <laughs> Just yeah. walks into the woods, <laughs> never to be seen again. They do do that. Eventually, they'd just be like, "I'm just gonna stay as a bear. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Peace. Bearing off. Bear time. Goals. A cat uh-huh. insulting you the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> like human, two ton bear doesn't matter. Cat's okay. talking smack. Christian, have you seen or read Coraline? Because the way yeah. you played out that first intro is basically the cat from Coraline. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I never have. It's I never so, have. One of the yep. one of the Neil Diamond things that I watch, uh, I never watch, no, I never watch the movie. Have, okay. Gen genuine. Look, I'm gonna be a horrible library right now, but I like the movie better than the book. I'm just saying. I mean, the I, movie was very good. It's that good. I like all the Lord of the Rings stuff movies better than the books, like including uh, The Hobbit. Like, uh, they're yeah, just, uh, honestly, I will actually, say actually, The that, Hobbit like, movie is pretty bad. Like, I didn't, yeah, I would say I still like it. It's okay though. This but the Lord of the Rings of movies are dumb. better than the books. Yeah, because you don't have that first fifty-page hurdle. That's the problem with Lord of the Rings. Like, Fellowship of the Rings was like, and Tom Bombadil. I'm sorry, people are going to probably like hunt me down and shoot me, but like, I hated Tom Bombadil so much. And I get what he is and everything. But like, I was reading that and I'm like, fuck this guy. Like, I was just, I <laughs> fuck was... this guy. My favorite, my favorite Tolkien post I saw online. Now, granted, I have never read Lord of the Rings. I have not seen any of them, et cetera, et cetera. So the, this meme has no context for me, but. It's uh, Tolkien can spend five pages describing a tree and then only mentions offhandedly in one sentence how a hobbit invented golf. Nope. Hey, once uh, you get past those first 50 pages, it's it's decent. It's a decent read, but it, it can be real dry at places. But. I have ADHD. I fucking can't. I love, I love epic fa- watching and playing in epic fantasies, and I, but I do not like reading them. They're just, the pacing is all wrong for me. Yeah. I will, yeah. I will do my favorite thing because Rainy's not hearing crap on the wheel of time, but like also, like, oh, shots fired. <laughs> seriously. No. With that right. whole book. Before, before we get too controversial with our we're gonna get, get burned off the internet here. Right. Book I'm sorry, I just put it like I got through three of them, and then I found that there was an entire book that was entirely about like bull weevils, like you got infecting three potatoes. Of them? I got through three of the wheel of time. Yeah, I did like 120 like, pages the first one, and I was like. I just forced myself through it. And it's like, you know, by that third book, I was so sick of like, you know, Rand reaches out and felt the taint of Sidon. And I'm like, I fucking get it. Okay, guys fucked up. I get it. All right. You you, you mentioned it like five times every single page, motherfucker. I'm sick of hearing it. Okay. All right. I'm going to take this. Yeah, we probably shouldn't be. Zero downloads for the next month. Rand is going to be like, what happened? (laughs) You just start getting hate mail. Yeah. What Thank happens? you, everyone, for bearing with us on this episode hey. of DMs After Dark. Uh, if if you enjoyed it, you can follow us here on Twitch. You'll get notified every time we go live, which is every other Friday at 7 p.m.-ish EST, unless we have bonus streams, which happen occasionally for cool and chaotic things. You can also follow us on all of the social medias at DMs After Dark, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at dmsafterdark at gmail.com. If you would like a swaggy t-shirt with our logo on it. I have just put the link in chat. Uh, 
We are hopefully coming out with some more merch soon. We've got some Team Cast and Team Wholesome shirts uh, that we're planning on, and I have been drafting some sticker ideas in Henry yeah. for more of those. Um, so feel free to check that out if you would like to. Um, oh, uh, talking about Twitch, if you want to subscribe to us, you can hit that little subscribe button. It is $5 a month if you wish, or if you have Amazon Prime, you can give us five of Jeff Bezos's very own dollars. You should. Which we, you know. You can spend it better than he can. Jeff Bezos, we're us. Take from the dragon and give to the poor. <laughs> Actually, so I saw a meme, I saw a meme where it was more than a meme, uh, but it was someone figured out, talk about Tolkien, Smog's Horde, okay? A literal mountain of gold was worth about, say, $50 billion today, okay? Jeff Bezos is richer than Smog, okay? The little little dragon, but who is like the... The personification symbol, of greed. The personification and of Everest. evil and greed. And Jeff Bezos has more money than he does. Twice as much. What so give us... Chip away that hoard. Give us five of his dollars. Yeah. Yes. We're the hobbits. We deserve it. Right? Is that an okay analogy for me to make? Is that... No. Yeah, we're not going to get you. Okay. I don't. I don't know any of. I. I just know hobbits are fun and like to eat, and that's us. Um, that sounds right. Um, email us. We're on all the podcast apps at DMs. We're After fun Dark. and like to eat. That is a perfect <laughs> summary. Sorry, actually, it's pretty good. You've um, written our entire bio. Our all of our bios. We're fun. We like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, whatever podcast app you like, we're probably there. Um, I'll be honest, that's where most of our subscription money goes towards, too, because hosting podcasts is expensive, y'all. Uh, so you can Jeez, listen to us forever. And if you want to leave us a review on any of those podcast apps, that would also be really freaking cool, and we love it and appreciate it. Uh, because we enjoy doing this, and we enjoy that you enjoy this chaos. Uh, and until next time, my friends, go into the woods and flirt with a bear. Good night. Night. <laughs> Please don't. Don't die. Don't listen to me. <laughs>